Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hi, it's Paula Joy. Here's a preview of what's coming up. Fashion for women at the races has just gone crazy. It's become so competitive that it's almost a costume. The Thinker Girls. Hello. Hola. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for <laughs> joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> oh, hi, girls. <laughs> the Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Welcome. Hi. What's up? Happy good weather time. Yeah, it feels Hopefully. good. Because I'm feeling like if Melbourne has a good day, then it means the rest of the country are allowed to talk about their weather. But if Melbourne doesn't have good weather, then everyone's kind of hiding it. I know. I feel Do you like, know what I mean? I feel like people in Melbourne and having both of us grown up in Melbourne, and every time I speak to my family, it's like the first thing that's on their mind, like that they want to get off their chest, but they're still always surprised that the weather is so shit. Everyone in Melbourne <laughs> still pretends that there is a summer. Like, but they talk about it. Um, they're like, oh, and the weather's been so bad. I'm like, the weather is always bad. But this is the thing, Christy. We were like this when we lived there too. Probably. Now we're smug Sydney we are that average a temperature of 25 degrees. Fuck. When you get off the plane there, just that chill that gets into the bone. I'm like, I do not miss this. Nah. Not coming back anytime But I'm soon. pretty sure over the last week or so, the weather's been pretty nice uh, across the board. So let's all celebrate and feel like we're Australian. Yeah, don't worry. You see it everywhere on Instagram. It like hits <laughs> uh, 20 plus in Melbourne and everybody's like, hashtag summer vibes. Well, it's fair enough. They're thawing yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> um, this particular chick, I tell you what, I've followed her career from Madison days. Remember wow. when that magazine came yes. out, it was like... Whoa! Yeah, this has got good articles. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's not talking to me like I'm a bongo. Uh, but it's also got really good fashion. It's it looked. Bi- it was bigger. It was like thicker. Yeah. So you get more bang for your buck. Um, and the editor that founded that magazine, Paula Joy, is also now um a journalist and runs her own website called The Joy, and is a fashion reporter for Today Extra, and joins us on our show this week. Hey, Paula. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining wow, us. Thank you for that very nice rap about. Madison, I miss it too. Yeah, it was um, it was a real difference, and I and I would say that really genuinely, and I say that that it must be a hard feat in magazine world because mm. I think, uh, much like the collective, I think as well yes. would be a similar vein. Um, I don't know those kinds of things like we found with radio to try and do a different type of show. It's very hard to get it off the ground because people are really worried to take risks. I don't know if if that was the same thing with magazines, but as a consumer, it felt like that. Yeah, I mean, look, I I had a, such a I was so lucky. I mean, after editing Cleo, which you know was so iconic, and you could do anything with, you could have so much fun with it. And then I got to do Shop to You Drop. I love I oh, that that's such a good mag. I love that magazine. You just want to circle it, every second thing in there. I fold. I mm. fold. Mm. What the doggy well, is, so you can go back the, to it. Mm. Totally. That was the, like the point of it. Just no angst, you know, no sex, 
just shopping, just lipstick and shoes and that was fine and, and then, you know, Madison was different again and sort of indulgent and intelligent and all those things. So, yeah, I mean, look, they fun days. Yeah. Madison had the cool factor though because it wasn't trying to be cool. It was trying to be Australian. That's what we really mm. tried to do was make it really as local as we could and uh, I think that that's why it resonated because it I, really was for you, me, sister, mother, like, you know, girls we know. I think the editorial like, like had a bit of depth to it too, that intelligent mm. factor I enjoyed. Mm. I think like the articles were a bit longer, like so you got really into the crux mm. of stuff and stories could, I don't know, just not be put into one, a one-pager. Yeah. Like it felt like you really could get into it. So, uh, you know, I, I'm sure you had – I'm sure there's lots of great journalists on in all magazines, but that really shone through with that one, I reckon. Oh, thank you. Well, I think it's a misnomer that, you know, women that like to shop aren't yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us about oh it. Oh, my God. Yeah. For no, because we talk hello. about sex doesn't mean we can talk about politics. Like, it's yeah. not, right. you know, like everyone's putting us in one particular box. Which is fine sure. because it's nice to prove people otherwise. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. We, won't, we won't stop wearing our pink lipstick or our high heels anytime soon. Thank nah. you very no. much. Nah. Thanks. No. No, no, no. <laughs> um, if you haven't heard the show before, welcome. And you found us through Paula. We appreciate you joining us if you're a regular. Hey, Biatches. Hey, girl. Um, hey, boy. We are two chicks that talk thoughts we're thinking but not saying on this podcast. You can hear us on our Kiss show nightly, our weeknights and Sunday nights, mm-hmm. from 7 p.m. on the Kiss and Mix Network across the country. But the way this podcast works is we each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking but not saying, and we chew the fat. Now, Paula, we must introduce you to Philip, who is the dude that reins us in because this could get a little bit carried away. Yeah, just so you know, there's no live animals in the studio. He's a duck. Mm. And he's got a bit of a personality <laughs> because, I don't know, we need somebody that can really tell us where to go and what to do. Yeah. Because, you know, when, when you get into, the, I don't know, the thick conversation. you like know when re- your boyfriend's you wrapping you up You don't want to be interrupted. You know when you're, yes. you're, you bring all the men to dinner and you're like, oh, let's do, like, we'll all go, all couples go. And then the girls, yeah, 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 yeah. and then all the dudes are friends through you, but they all kind of want to go. And they, they're lot, chatting. Let's... They're friendly with each other, but they're also like, let's get the fuck out of here. Phillip's like yeah. that every week. <laughs> <laughs> Tearing you yeah, away. And yeah. You say goodbye eight oh, times. Come on, yeah. I hate that. Well, I do that. That's yeah. me to a T. No, I'm saying I hate when you have to leave. Oh, yeah. When you're not ready to go. That's why you say eight Let's times. do a quick contents uh, and do a bit of a headline about what we want to bring this week. Paula, what's on your mind? Racing fashion. Mm-hmm. I just, it's been a week of it. I just, um, practically just suffocating under feathers and bedazzlers and <laughs> hats. And it's not a really popular opinion, but I struggle with racing fashion. And mm. as I was looking at pictures of women sort of upended in bushes with, you know, <laughs> ladies, and I, lo- I use that term loosely, ladies say frocks on, I just thought, oh. It is. I've got a. I've got a real. I think conflicting view on this, and so I want to hear what you think. Actually, because I I feel like I'm a bit of a walking contradiction when it comes to the races. We want to hear what you've got to say, Paula, because we love an unpopular opinion. Yes. Yeah. We're all for that. Flying the flag. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Um, Keep it interesting. Um, I want to talk about when the first of your mates um, become parents and Mm -hmm. how much of a spin out that is, Mm. and I. 
um, I'm fine. I'm, it's lovely, but I'm finding it hard to get used to mm. in a nice way. So I want to chat about that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I want to talk about my plans for Christmas this year. I'm escaping the country mm-hmm. and I'm not going to, um, I don't know, just kind of grin and bear it with the dysfunction in my family. <laughs> every second year is a bit funny. Like we have like a big, amazing Christmas yeah. every second year. And then the year in between, it's kind of just like, where are we going to go? How are yeah. we going to pull this together? It's, it's a weird one. So I'm escaping going to New York City and had a realisation about Christmas morning that I want to share. Okay, good one. Um, Paula, as I guess, do you want to kick things off and delve into this unpopular yeah. opinion about racist So the fashion? races ended last week. Spring Carnival is what kicks mm-hmm. off and then I think uh, Sydney do their own versions kind of around, you know. Well, we do it poorly. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, hashtag now kind I'm really going to get into trouble. Well, I said, <laughs> this, I said this on air. I was like, I don't know about wearing a fascinator to go to the pub, guys. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure about this. So many people were doing it though because it's like, well, let's get involved. Mm. You know, everybody gets into it. I mean, it is, you know, there's something about the Melbourne Cup and the tradition of it just being sort of Australia's big day where everybody just gets to go on the lamb and, you know, day finishes at sort of 12 o'clock and you don't see anybody again. Uh, That I kind of like about it. It's very Australian. And the boys don't look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, men in suits. Men in suits. Men in suits. Because I feel yeah. like, oh wow, this is fun for a single girl. That's for sure. Do you feel sometimes like, you get you get a bad, like wrong representation of what a dude actually looks like? I don't care. <laughs> for that day, I can just pretend. Oh, it's total false advertising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. the suit thing. Yeah, but I, I'm a happy, I'm a happy consumer. I'll yeah, just fair get call. Sucked in. Candy. It's all just candy. Mm-hmm. So it's. Mm-hmm. I think the boys look. I think the boys look great. But I think that. Fashion for women at the races has just gone crazy. It's like it's just on crack. <laughs> it's it OTT, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's become so competitive that it's almost a costume. I mean, there were women in crowns. It, it, you know, forget hats. I mean, it's like barbed wire things, there's pearl jeweled crowns. Yeah, it's almost it's almost dangerous plants. sometimes. Like I remember my girlfriend because we're you know as we said we're from Melbourne, so I I've been going in particular since I and my family are very very into horse racing mm-hmm. and stuff. So I've always had it. It's the quintessential Australian upbringing, I suppose. That I've got uncles and dads that are punters and stuff. So it was just a very easy marriage for me to get into the races. Plus, I live near Flemington for mm-hmm. fuck's sake. So. But I remember one year a girlfriend, we had to get um, her car, we had to get a car with a sunroof in it because her, <laughs> her hat was so she big. She couldn't actually get into the car. Oh my God. So we needed to undo the sunroof and her her um, her fascinator had to weigh out the top. It it's was actually, actually bonkers. Lauren Brain, who's like, was she has her own blog. She'll probably kill me. But yeah, she it's it was very funny. But That's we, actually pretty fantastic. We were committed. Like- yeah, that's out there. Yeah, we were very I do committed. love that. You need you need a special moving truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's seriously. What so polar is that something that you look at and you go, "Oh, this is just too much." I just think it's gone too far. Mm. I you know, bring back the days of Jean Shrimpton and I, you know, and and the mini skirt and it was chic and it was, you know, I think more closer to how the boys look, just smart and dapper and kind of chic, but now it's like chainmail and also also it's that just everyone wearing a bandage dress. Oh, for you fuck's sake. The rainbow of pastel. Oh, yeah. oh no, now matching. the bandage dress has been replaced with the lace dress this year. Everything. Yeah. Is a ver- like the bandage dress with a, like a lace overlay and lots yeah. of o- o- like across the shoulder lace, you know, with the sh- you know showing shoulders lace yeah, dresses. Yeah, yeah. 
I it, just think it's become very sort of uh, just a bit. Also, mini skirts. Just I mean, all those photos of women that were sort of drunk at the track and their hats were off and. But, and then there's just all you can see is like their bottom. It's an interesting one because it, it, one way I kind of go, I love the races and I, I've always loved going. I've always loved dressing up. I've always loved experimenting. Like it does feel like that time of year where without being in a costume, mm-hmm. you kind of can, and I used to dance, you know, you kind of have that creative flair mm-hmm. that you can push a little bit further. When are you going to be wearing something on your head? So, you know, so kind of extravagantly. But then at the same time, as much as I get what you mean with the, this kind of, oh, this year I'm going to do some rock chicken, have, you know, a big fat stud hanging from my middle of my brow, mm. um, I kind of also think, why am I dressing like I'm in the 50s when I would never usually dress like that? Yeah. Like, is that what, is it kind of like a, a theme? It's almost like a, th- a costume theme. Do we stick to that and go traditional and keep it that way? Or do we move forward and go, well, let's just have our own interpretation of it? Or do you think that that's gone too far? Because I feel a little bit like I'm unsure which which way it should go, where if this is the theme, it's the mm-hmm. races and it mm-hmm. is traditional, you're subjecting yourself to kind of going through those traditions. Or is it now like how do you express yourself on yeah. a day it's like, like that? It's like um, weddings, you know. I think you always want to be you on a good day. Mm, yeah. That's that's my aim in life when it comes to getting dressed. Just be yourself on a good day. And I think that style is true and best when it's timeless. When you take a picture and you don't you can be from any point in time. I think, and I just yeah. I really agree. I think you're right. I think you've knit the you've hit the nail on the head there where if you're doing it because you would wear it, then it probably doesn't look try Yeah, it's right. It's where it actually comes from probably and when there is yeah. that competitiveness where it's like everybody else is going to be wearing something crazy at their big, I've got to go crazy at their bigger. If you would never do anything like that during the year, then get, why are you doing yeah, it there? Yeah, there's That's this vibrance I mean. false. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Why I get you. Why yeah. you yeah. as you because yep. you're great. And the way you dress is great. And it just looks like a whole heap of uncomfortable women. Yeah. I, you sense that there. though, don't you, in photos of people when like they look uncomfy. a little uncomfy? I feel like, like there's a lot of, sort of yeah. uncomfortable, like literally and figuratively in their heads. And I just am like, why does everybody not look like that? It looks like you've swapped. Do you know the hilarious thing, though, is everybody's trying to look different. So because everybody's doing that, everybody ends up looking the same. I found this with our kind of struggle finding the right, like st- like getting styled versus styling ourselves. Mm. Because it also, not that there's not amazing talented stylists out there, and I'm not saying, you know, that, that that relationship can't be king. But at the same time, I also feel like, a lot of women will jump into things because someone's told them to jump into it mm. and and it doesn't necessarily connect with who they are. Yeah. I, I, I often get that they might be over-accessorised or, you know, not say, oh, actually, I would never really wear that. It's almost like people become a bit puppety yeah. and then therefore you feel like it is a little bit forced. It's really hard sometimes, I, like with the very small um, experience that, that we uh, and that I have ever had with the stylist, it was really quite um, – I found it really tricky because you sit there and they're like, okay, what do you like? What do you not like? What's – you know, you describe your style. Let's mood board this. I found that all very hard because I'm like, I don't know. Mm. So then when they're like, this would look great on you, you're like, oh, okay. And I, I, as somebody that I know what I like to wear but then articulating that with somebody I and found also, really tricky. You know how you do that 
I'll tell you my best tip for that. Oh, great. Everybody's got, like, you just want, you, everybody's got a favourite celebrity, right, that mm-hmm. they think, oh, I could yeah, be that I do. person. They're yeah. my spirit celebrity, right? Yeah. But you need to Google them off-duty. So you want pictures of them mm. at the gas station, okay. at the the beach, at the airport. And Not on the red like carpet. That. Yeah. Not on the red carpet. And then you can say, okay, yes, that's kind of my vibe. And then you have to go, what do I own already? I own a great black jacket. I own a pair of jeans. But what I need is a rock T-shirt, a bag that does this, that does that. It's like that's the best way to find kind of a the compliment, um, like a yeah, yeah, spirit yeah. celebrity. Yeah, right. who's yours? Do you have on Paula? She's a sal- you're, would you well, yeah, no, but do you have like a celeb yes, style crush? I mean, oh. Yeah, I mean, like if you both squint, look. I'm suddenly I'm Gwyneth, aren't I? Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> But Gwen, it's your spirit animal from from being a viewer and a reader of your site in every part of your life. <laughs> I don't feel like it's just style, right? The Gwen. I mean, I love Gwyneth. I love Carolyn Bissett Kennedy. I just the, the day. I mean, I know it, like where I was when the day she died. I just thought she was the epitome of gorgeousness. I mean, I love also like J Lo, like O to be brunette and mm. O to be J Lo. Um, mm. And then you know, I love Jane Birkin and. Um, you know, Jackie O, and I just um, there's 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 lots, but mm. Kate Hudson, yeah, I mean, she's cute, yeah, yeah. But I think it's it's good to have a it's good to have a couple that that you that you look to, mm. good mixed bag, mm. yeah. But you know what it is, I think too about the races. I was just thinking as you said it, it is. I always think that women look their best when you don't see the dress. When you don't, see what do you the, mean? When the, you don't see when you see the oh, you girl, see the not person. the dress. Oh, I always want to see nice. the girl, not the dress, particularly mm-hmm. for brides, particularly on the red carpet. You shouldn't be, oh, that was an amazing dress. You should be, she wow, looks amazing. She looks so it doesn't overtake you. Yeah. You yeah. thought about it like that, that? I think that that's what happens. No? Yeah, it's a really good point. And I really get that with brides. Yeah. Like where you go, oh, I, yeah, yeah, something so I a bit disconnected. Yeah. There. Yeah, I think that might be it. Anyway, it's been on my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's glad you got it out of there. Oh, I just love that we yeah, spoke for ten minutes yeah. about fashion <laughs> and just I don't know, just trying to dissect something as if it's like it got to do with the American election. Like you oh, know, don't co- get me started on that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
No, no, that's a podcast for another day. Do you want to butt in on this conversation? Get it off your chest, girlfriend. Join in our weekly Facebook forum where you get to say exactly what you're thinking and you could be featured in the next show, facebook.com slash thinkergirls. I want to talk about um how one of my friends has had a baby mm-hmm. and it's the kind of first mate that I've known since growing up that's had a kid mm-hmm. and um, he is the best friend of my boyfriend actually and I've kind of known him for probably for over a decade now and it's funny because I've been watching him and, and his wife go through for the last you know nine months and they've just had a baby, um, a little girl named Sienna and she's just two weeks now and she's stunning and we met her last week but it's it's really... It's really beautiful, but also really weird because I keep thinking about his name's Dexter mm. and her name's Ange, but I keep thinking about him where I'm like, I have these moments. Like I had one standing in the shower this morning where I was like, Dexter's a dad. Like it, it freaks me out because well, I'm like, weird that you're naked underwater. I just did. No, 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 not in, not in a creepy <laughs> way, but just, I mean, I've thought about these heaps of times and I've said it to my boyfriend's Zane heaps. I'm like, Hey Zane. Dexter's a dad and he's like, I know. I keep thinking the same things. It's so full on in the nicest way possible because we met the the uh, Sienna, we met her last week and it's just such a spin out to see somebody that you know so well but then also don't know so well because I think, I don't know, when this little baby's come along, he's changed so much for the better but that's still full on. Like my brain can't kind of compute. I think, and I think they don't can't compute. Like I think, I mean, you could talk better than for anyone, Paul, because you're that has actually had children. But I think, I watching my bestie, I feel mm. like they are on the same wavelength as you are about themselves. But that, yeah, and he keeps saying yeah. that he's like, I he's can't like, believe it. He's like, I just watch her sleep, it, and I can't wait to come home from work because I just and sit he's by shocked him. at himself. Yeah, he yeah. is. No, he's like, exactly. I made it. Yeah, you, yeah. You have the first thing you need to know. I mean, first of all, shout out to all those names: Zane, Dexter, Sienna, like <laughs> blockbuster names. Aren't they ever? I didn't even realise. <laughs> like, just props to those three names. But, props um, to your story. <laughs> you just need to know that when you have a baby, the feeling should be illegal. Really, like it is such a shock. <laughs> That it's amazing that you don't just have a cardiac arrest. Like, mm. it's like, whoa, what do I do? So he literally, he is, Dexter's in shock. Yeah, he is. He's two weeks in. He is walking around in shock, blissed out, amazed, particularly for the dad, you know, and his yeah, girl. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God, and my mm. job and my child and my, all of that. Mm. But um, they will be in shock. And that is kind of has a ripple effect on everyone else. Yeah. Around it. And maybe that's why, because he's giving off that feeling so much. And in particular, probably because he's the first of all of our all of our mates to be a dad or to have a kid too. So I think it's probably even more so. He doesn't really have any any other young mums or dads within our friendship group that he's really I that tight with. I think it's also because you're, I mean, obviously you're friends with Dexter's partner, but I think because he's it's more like him. you're the first baby is through a man. I think yeah. as well because I think for me watching your girlfriends, not that it is that different, but the shock obviously comes a little bit more with the guys because the, the the chick is knowing and feeling and having to feed pretty straight up. So I feel like it's almost business and you even with the preg- and even with the pregnancy too, like the fact that as a woman for nine months you're carrying around this and little person, and changing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit less. But I remember um, a shout out to my bestie's man, mm-hmm. Joni, and I remember thinking even him looking. 
watching him look surprised when Aaron wasn't so surprised, even yeah. though they both just had the baby. Yeah. Like, it was just really interesting to watch. I'm like, of course, like, he wouldn't know. It, she doesn't know, but it just happens with her body. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but I think it's No, even I know more, what you mean yeah, because Ange is very much like, we got this, it's fine. Like, she's very much a... Um, not not a control freak, but she's very much in control. And well, when she doesn't well, know, she's, she's like, she is. Yeah. And I don't know, she's just got that kind of personality, um, that really kind of loving maternal, it's fine, we got this. Like she's mm. the she's a great person to call if you've got a problem because she would just like calm you down and be like, perspective, bitch. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of, <laughs> I don't know, she's ca- been calming Dexter down. And even through, she had this horrific birth. Like her waters broke on Friday. She had the baby on Monday. Mm. Like it was intense. And he was freaking out more than she was. How were your births, Paula? Well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, um, I, you know, I always wanted kids. So I was so, couldn't, you know, was so excited to to get on with it and do it. I was lucky and I, you know, very lucky and was able to get pregnant easily. The pregnancies themselves were just, I mean, I've How old were you when you you first fell pregnant, if you don't mind me asking? 29. Okay, yep. I Mm -hmm. had my first at 29, Mm -hmm. um, which was young Mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was editing Cleo and, you know, everyone else was in the club (laughs) and I was, up the duff. So, you know, pregnancy was hard. I was not an earth mother. I was a human circle. Mm. And <laughs> I just, it was, it was just tough. And then my, my, my um, first, my eldest was like, mm, almost two days. It was wow. like the, the actual really, birth. Yeah, Jesus. it was pretty bad. Pretty bad. And then I had a seizure for my, my second. So, it was um it was a very like completely juxtaposed um mm-hmm. experience but the most incredible thing is that i can say it was bad and it was and whatever but the body is incredible it makes you delete what the actual pain was like yeah, yeah a lot of can't remember it it's funny because I remember, uh, well, Dexter only actually said this over the weekend, but he was describing how horrific the birth was and how he was really freaking out and how he was thinking to himself, oh, my God, Angie's never, ever going to want to have another baby. And as he was thinking that, she, he tells the story where she's on the operating table. He's like, her guts was everywhere. There was blood everywhere. It was full on. And then she looked, she looked to him and was like, babe, for the next one, we're going to have to do this much quicker, like the the cesarean thing, because she'd been waiting to go into labour. And he was like, it was so weird to see her in that state and she, you know, like in so much and pain. Talking. And she, but she was like, for the next one, she was already onto yeah. the ne- thinking about yeah, the but next that's pregnancy. That's when I get really emo and, and just get very feminist, very, yeah. I just go, what amazing people mm. we are. Like, mm-hmm. as a woman, that's, she's magic. Yeah. That is, yeah. it's actually magic. Magic. Magic is incredible. It's hard. It's so hard. It is so hard. But my mum always said to me, and I'm one of four, she's like, when I was freaking out, she's like, go out into Pitt Street Mall or Burke Street Mall or whatever your mall is. And she said, just look around you, see how many people there are. Look, women are doing it every day all yeah, around you. Yeah. You've got this. Like women are made for this. You, we're amazing. Don't worry. And women in other countries with absolutely oh nowhere near the medical support yeah. we have. My goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. That's right. We have drugs. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And big needles. Yeah. Options, mm. as my mum said. There's always, <laughs> she's like, Stacey, don't be riddled by choice. 
choice is good. And I'm like, <laughs> which one do I choose? <laughs> um, I think when you're in pregnancy, it's either no or yes. Yeah, basically. Drugs. Reckon the thinker girls are oversharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Can I just put a bra on first? See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. So I want to talk about my New Year Eve plans Mm. um, and Christmas. Because as I was saying, um, every kind of second year I have this orky Christmas, which actually stems from, you know, a really kind of sad place. We do mum's mum's, uh, family one year, dad's family Mm -hmm. the other. And dad's huge family. I think we all sit for 70 people and go out to the country and all camp at someone's property. And it's like a mini festival. It's the best. It is just the absolute bee's knees. And then every other year we would go to mum's family, but we lost my mum's twin a few years ago and Christmas has never really been the same. Have you still been all catching up as a family without her? We might do it before Christmas, but because my uncle's family is so tight, they prefer just to go to there because it's a bit easier. Um, and my, I get along, I'm really, really tight with my big extended family, but as immediate family, we're not kind of hanging out on the yeah. couch that much. So I was like, nah, fuck this. I'm not, I'm avoiding this this year. <laughs> I'm getting out. And a girlfriend of mine had said, which was a good proud moment in itself. Cause yeah. it's like, it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't have to mean anything. It just means I'm not going to be awkward this year and I'm an adult and I can choose that or not. Have you found anybody have this reaction when you tell them you're going away for Christmas? That they're like, oh. Chris, you're away for Christmas. I think it's very juvenile. Yeah. I think everybody, and I, you know, I live in the state, and mm. I, you know, I mm. think in the end, it's not really a surprise for me. I think it's probably that I did my own head in, yeah. or maybe had it up until I made this decision whether I should do it or not. Also, when you lose someone, you kind of want to pull together, even if it isn't ideal. But I think we're at a place where it's it's fine. Everyone mm-hmm. can stand on their own. And so my girlfriend was like, I'm going to New York for New Year's and I've always had a bucket list of going to New York for Christmas, hoping for a white Christmas. Um, And so I'm off. I'm doing that. This is the catch though. They're going in like a mega big group, right? And they mean business. Like they've got a big shared house. I think it's like in Soho somewhere. Then how, many they pe- do, how many of them in the group? I think there's like 10 of them. Yeah. And they want to do like, you know, New Year's in Brooklyn at some mm-hmm. big rave kind of party. And I was like, oh, holy oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I can keep up with the Joneses. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do um, a bit of both and I'll go. I'll get my own accommodation near them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll, you know, pick and choose. And, and I've got friends and other bits and pieces to do it. But it is all very independent, the choices. Even though I'm going with a big group, I'm mm. kind of staying, you know, at kind of an arm's length to pick and choose what I want. And I had the realisation a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, that means I'm going to wake up on Christmas morning on my own. Mm-hmm. As if that was a surprise. <laughs> I mean, who else am I waking up with? Like usually you mean? Well, I guess friends or I stay yeah. at mum's or I don't know. It's quite – and I was like, I can't believe I'm still having these adult moments. Not only adult moments but also penny drop moments of me being single. Like I don't – I sleep in my own bed yeah, every night. No. I am like I travel on my own. I do all of this. But then when you have these cliche kind of events or yeah. things that come up like Christmas morning, so, opening Christmas the present. Christmas is such a weird one. I am an adult. Yeah. Like I'm not having no, – there's no opening of the presents <laughs> like with Santa. It's just so ridiculous. And so when You I, just – you will not – you're not going to be alone. You're going to be – with New York. Oh, mm. it's going to be amazing. I mean, I wish you could see my smile. Oh. I come, almost can't talk because I'm so excited for you about your Christmas. Yeah. I think, I think that um, you, you might not even, you 
might never be able to do Christmas another way again. It's such a spectacular city at that time of year. Oh, I, yeah. I, and how amazing that you're doing it, that you're doing it on your own. And correct. I think even better, It's I think it's even a better thing, the fact that you didn't even realise when you said you had this penny drop moment. Like you've booked the accommodation, you've booked the flights, you know you're going to be you know, like not being in the shared house, yet it wasn't even a thought process when you were booking all of that to go. this bitch means business generally. I know. Yeah, which is a good thing. And that's why I think sometimes we get paralysed by, again, and I've spoken about this so many times on the podcast, but paralysed by, I don't know, all of these preconceived ideas of how things are supposed to be, this commercial life or Mm. this kind of imagery that comes from being a kid Mm. and you know and and I'm really in a good place where I had a bit of a thought about it and then got off the horse like I'm like I'm not giving this energy it's non-existent I have a great life and exactly as you say Paula this is a bit magical that Mm. I'm going to do this that I uh, can afford to do this you know it's really full on like look how what you've created for yourself yeah it's cool yeah and so but it feels, and you're going to laugh because I never fucking use this word and I think it's thrown around like a bloody baseball bat. I know what you're going to say. It's very empowering. Oh, she said it, yeah, guys. Um, but it's because <laughs> she hates oh, well, the it's word. fucking thrown around yeah, like so nobody's is. business. I, I knew it was going to be empowerment. It was going to be empowerment or it was going to be journey, either of the two. Oh, it's th- very Angelina. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think that's what she means. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I, I think you're right as well. I think it feels empowering because I didn't think about it. Yeah. I reckon maybe a couple of years ago I would have done my head in about it. The, yeah, bit. that's what I mean that you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be there. Like it doesn't mean, it probably doesn't mean that much or that there's this thought process where you're like, I can't do it or what, you know, that it's a, a bad thing or you know, to be on your own because you didn't, it wasn't even a thought process when you were kind of booking it all. It was an afterthought. You you become single, you're in relationships, go in and out and you have different points in your life. You might land there, but it does take a little bit of time to A, get used to it and B, to really genuinely enjoy it. You know, you've got to flex that muscle a bit. You've got to work at it. It doesn't just come. Mm. No, and you're going to have the most genius time because, and I really applaud the way that you're doing it because those moments when you're in your place on your own there will be times when you are looking out the window at the snowflakes falling and at the lights twinkling and that whole thing and you'll be pinching yourself Mm, and going i wow look where i am it'll probably be like the best christmas you've ever had maybe Mm. i mean it's a different christmas Mm. i think everything's different i think everything's you know Mm. and it's so ironic that i thought uh i'm not going to do this completely on my own so when the group had already decided and booked and whatever it was it was like it was kind of this really nice thing where I for a long time I would travel on my own almost to to flex that muscle to yeah. push myself a yeah. little bit yeah um, and would put extensions on trips and and I really wanted to learn how to do that mm-hmm. whereas now I thought no I'm not going to do that for the sake of it anymore I, I'm, I'm at peace with being on my own I can do it mm-hmm. but it's funny because in a really roundabout way I have landed to be on my own in bits and it's not to prove anything it's yeah. just to enjoy myself yeah. and it's and it's Aww. my it's my choice which is a full circle like yeah. it's a really um it's a really good place to be. Yeah, I think it's probably Not really... Not even re- powerful or strong. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just good. But also really reflective probably of where you're at personally now. I hope so. I think so. Mm. Oh, mm. It sounds incredible. Yeah. It sounds like you are Angelina. <laughs> 
You're so evolved. No, fuck and that. I Angelina's I, got I a million and one kids no, hanging oh, but around. No, come on, as if I wouldn't love that. Yeah, I know. I yeah. mean, I had a dream last night about adopting, but then when we were talking about childbirth, I thought, no, I would want to experience that, I think. But I'm still in two minds, so maybe I'm heading that way. You can do both, I would you? kill to be on the UN too. Mm. There's <laughs> still time. Yeah, there is still one time. One step at a time. New York oh. first. <laughs> could you imagine me going and fighting for women's rights? I like, could actually, yeah. Oh, I would fucking froth. I could, yeah. Oh, we'll get this off the ground first. Yeah. Just make I'm sure having you pack some very good outfits. Yeah. Just make sure you bring it. Oh, we'd need a stylist. Yeah. Yeah, the well, does the th- can the you up girls before we do go. UN? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a reality show in that. Yeah. I'll come in your suitcase. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, Paul, it's been an absolute delight. Thank you for, oh, for chewing likewise. the fat with us. It's been really, really is, enjoyable. The world is in safe hands with young women like you. That's a lovely oh, thing that's to so say. Nice. That's a lo- I mean, we don't True. claim to uh, know much about it. We, we're just inquisitive. <laughs> we'll ask uh, questions. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't, we won't, neither of us will probably know the answer most of the time, but we'll have a good crack. Yeah, we do have Keep a good thinking. crack. We Keep do. Um, if you do want to listen to any of our other episodes, please head to thethinkergirls.com.au. We'd love for you to listen to more conversations with beautiful women. Uh, as well as all the bits and pieces and the bongo stuff we get up to on our radio show. Yeah, thethinkergirls.com.au. Um, yes, hang out there. Uh, you can check out uh, thejoy.com if you want to hear more from Paula. And Paula Joy, J-O-Y-E, that is, on Twitter and on Instagram. Thanks, Paula. Thank you so much, girls. Bye, chicks. Bye. Coming up next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hi, it's Rosie Reese. Join me on the next Thinker Girls podcast. The fear of being alone. I don't know if I'm ready to be alone. I'm scared of being alone. What does this look like? Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? The girls are chitty-chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 